you a fan of this podcast? Do you wish there was even more juicy content for you to sink your ears into? Well, there is. You can become a premium member of this podcast for $5.99 a month and get full access to an archive of over 50 bonus episodes. Additionally, we release a bonus episode every single month. That's a ton of extra content, including my personal interior design diaries, extra tips, my talking about trends, and so much more. Additionally, you'll be keeping us on the airwaves each and every week because your premium membership money goes directly back to making this podcast amazing. Check us out at affordableinteriordesign.com. Click on podcast to learn more and to become a premium member today. need a high-end designer or a lot of money to get a luxe look be your own interior designer with big design small budget here's your host betsy helmuth whether you look out over a majestic cityscape or just look into your neighbor's backyard windows are artwork for your walls i'm betsy helmuth and this is window dressing Hi guys, I am a huge fan of windows. I don't care what the view is, it's almost always more interesting than any piece of art you could own. It's dynamic, something's going on, whether it's a street in New York City crowded with pedestrians or just a backyard filled with birds and trees. So let's talk about it because the exciting thing about a window is that it not only lets in a lot of light, but you can frame it beautifully with drapes, blinds. It can become something that really is a work of art, even if the scene outside is pretty plain. So let's dive in. I have a question from John. John writes, Dear Betsy, I just bought a huge Victorian in New Jersey. It's lovely and I'm starting to furnish it thanks to your podcast, but it doesn't feel cozy. It feels uncomfortable and I'm wondering how to make it feel homey while not spending a lot of money. Thanks so much, John. John, John, want to make it feel cozy? A quick and easy way that's fairly affordable are drapes. Drapes are a huge visual element in your home. Basically, they'll span from the floor to the ceiling, and so they can really add flavor, and that texture adds a comfort and coziness that oftentimes architecture that has very high ceilings just doesn't intrinsically have. So let's talk about it. I hear that in your Victorian, some walls are wallpapered and some are painted. So in the rooms that have wallpaper, I would go with a solid drape, pulling out one of the colors from the wallpaper. And in the rooms that have paint, I would go for a pattern. Pick something lively, interesting, but make sure you really like it because your ceilings are quite high, as you indicated, and a lot of Victorians have that beautiful feature. But then you're going to have a lot of fabric. So maybe choose a pattern that's a little bit larger than your typical pattern, only because if you pick something quite small, there will be so much of that dizzying pattern that it might feel overwhelming. So I hope that helps, John. Now remember, you're going to want double the width of drapery that you have width of window. 
So if each window is roughly 42 inches wide, make sure that you're using two panels because most panels are 40 to 50 inches wide and two panels at that size will double your 42 inch window. So I hope that helps, keep us posted, and let's move on to our next listener. Hi Betsy, this is Kathy. I have many windows throughout my house um, and I wanted to get your opinion on what is the best way to look for the right window treatments and how do I make sure they're the proper size? I hear you, lots of windows, must be nice. Well, let's talk about it because you can really add a lot of interest, just like we did in John's, with some drapery. Now, the first thing you wanna ask yourself when you're dressing your window is why am I dressing this window? Is it because you need privacy? Are your neighbors quite close? Are you on a ground level where people can easily see in? Is it because you want to control the light? Do you get a lot of sun and you want to diffuse it sometimes when you're watching TV or pump it up when you're entertaining and just want to enliven the whole house? Or are you just using it for decoration, just to add color and make it cozy like John was doing? Finally, are your windows drafty? Are you actually using it to help insulate your home? Let's talk about each one of these expectations for window treatments and how to best meet them. First things first, if you're needing it for privacy, you could just get away with doing a drape. Now, as some of you may know from my book or previous podcast episodes, a fully dressed window has blinds and drapes. And you just manipulate the blinds, meaning you open close them, but you don't open and close the drapes. They're just there to frame the window and add color and texture. Now, you don't always have to have a fully dressed window. And in the case of privacy, drapes provide a lot of privacy. So you could just use a drape, especially one that's blackout or thermal lined. And when you close it, people cannot see in. So that's a good um, time to just use a drape and make it even more affordable, especially if you're shopping at my two favorite places for drapes, JCPenney and Overstock. I might as well add a third place in there because when I was shopping for drapes for my own home and I needed a lot of them, I also fell in love with drapes at Sears. Not because their patterns or colors were so amazing, but because their price points were so low and they did have a nice selection. So check out Sears, especially if you have a ton of windows because it will help keep it affordable. Let's think about the next situation, which we talked about light diffusion. The thing that will give you the best light diffusion are blinds because blinds typically are louvered so that you can filter the light and have a lot of light or less light. And so I'd really recommend if you're going for light control to do blinds and then you could bring in the drapes just for color and pattern but not actually for functionality. For decoration, of course, drapes are best because they're the ones that have the interesting textures and interesting prints and colors. Of course, you could always get a Roman blind that can have those fun textures and colors too, but they're just more expensive. There's less selection. And with a Roman blind, typically it's just opaque, meaning that they're closed and down, or open, meaning that you're fully exposed. So you don't get the joy of the blind, which is controlling the light and getting that middle situation of some diffusion. And then of course, if your windows are drafty, as a lot of Victorian homes are, or just older homes that may have older windows, even in Manhattan, a lot of apartments have drafty windows, I do recommend a drape. 
In this case, you'll want to go for a drape that's thermal lined or blackout because it will have that extra lining on the back that will help to insulate the windows. Even if you never close the drapes, even if you leave them open to the sides and just manipulate the blind, typically the sides are where the air is seeping out. So even having something just hanging at the sides will be a big help in terms of keeping your home a little bit warmer. So hopefully that was a help, Kathy. And now it's time for a quick commercial break. Do you love this podcast? Do you wish you could learn even more? Well, we have an online class bundle. Our online class bundle is comprised of three online classes, Beautifying Your Home for Less, Styling Your Home, and The Fundamentals of Feng Shui. Each one of those three classes is between 30 and 45 minutes long and chock-filled with visuals and tips things that will help you to style your own space or help out with other spaces. Additionally, with the pack of three classes, you get an autographed copy of my book, Affordable Interior Design. You get all of that for only $99. Once again, that's the three online classes as well as the book for only $99. You just go to affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes. Once again, affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes to buy your bundle today. And if one of those classes sounded intriguing, but maybe you already have my book or some of the other topics are not of interest, you can buy the classes individually at that site as well. Each class is $40. So head over to affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes to get your bundle or your online class today. And I hear you have another question for me. Go ahead. Hi, Betsy. This is Kathy. I have a door that has these beautiful windows that lead to our backyard. And I really wanted to do something to, to give them a little flavor. What do you suggest I could do to make an impact on the door and the room of the house? Ah, yes, Kathy, the patio door. So in a house where you have lots of windows and you're treating them all the same, I typically think it's pretty interesting to treat your patio door. Now, it doesn't sound like you need privacy, because in that case, you're going to want something that you can fully close. And typically a patio door is quite wide, especially if it's a slider that actually has two panels in terms of their doors. So if it's just a door that you open and close and you don't really need any privacy, I would treat it the exact same way that you're treating the windows around it. In other words, a rod at the top and a panel on either side, but it wouldn't need to be double the width of the window if you don't ever plan on closing it. Because like I was saying, in John's case, you need double the width of the window so that it undulates nicely so that that fabric is wide enough so when you close it, it's not taut. But with a patio door, you would need double wide panels if the door is quite wide. And in that case, it gets expensive. There's a lot of fabric. And if you're never going to actually close them, if they're just there to decorate and frame out that door, then you really don't need it to undulate. So there's my two cents on your patio door. If you're feeling like you do need privacy, there are a lot of custom companies that will make blinds for patio doors. Most of them look pretty bad. I'm just going to throw that out there. But you could also do a sheer panel. Now a sheer panel, of course, is a see-through panel that you could use in addition to a drape by using a double curtain rod. So that way you could close the shears without closing the main panel. And in that case, you can get the light diffusion and privacy without adding a blind. 
That being said, uh, I don't love Ashir all the time. For those of you, again, who've read my book, which I'm sure is all of you, chapter nine, I point out that shears are granny panties for your window. And that's a not so delicate way of saying that they're just blousey. They typically come out uncomfortably from behind the nice thick drape. They're just a little bit bulky, extraneous. Typically not so chic unless they're out of a high-end fabric and then they become high-end shears and then it's just a different thing altogether. So as a last resort, go for the shear. I would investigate a blind if you need privacy on that patio window. So I hope that's been a help. Now let's get talking about my design TMI. Design TMI. I moved into my house. I've treated all my windows. There's a ton of them. And let's talk about where I got my window treatment. So I've mentioned that I got a lot of my drapes at Sears. And seriously, I got a pair of panels that were thermal lined for $20. I mean, that, I don't even know how they're making money on that. And I think they're not because I think they're going bankrupt if I remember seeing in the Wall Street Journal recently. So get your panels now while you can. But I did go ahead and fully treat every window in my home. That means I put a blind and a pair of drapery panels on each and every window. And I kept it very affordable by buying all of my blinds at JCPenney. And I really prefer the wood slatted blinds to other types of blinds. Uh, in my office, I use the one inch wood slatted because my window box is quite shallow, meaning where the window pane is inset, it's not very deep. And so I needed a blind that was quite thin to fit inside there. And I went with white. It's a nice look. But if you live in the city, you might want to go with something that's a shade of brown or gray, something darker than white, just because it's going to show that dirt so easily. That being said, it's easy to wipe off a wood slatted blind. Then in my other rooms, I again use wood slatted blinds, but my window box is deeper and I used a two inch. Again, my favorite place JCPenney, I spent about 30 bucks per blind and it really completes the look of your window to have both. So that's my two cents. Go ahead and buy both the blind and the drape and get that beautiful complete look that will give your windows the wow factor that they deserve. I hope that's been helpful. Go forth and dress your windows. If you want more information on exactly how high, exactly how far outside, check back to my previous podcast episode where I discuss windows in depth called the wild world of window treatments. Thank you so much, guys, and I'll talk to you next Tuesday. Bye. asked for it and we have answered the call. For years you've been saying, Betsy, you're talking about all these great design concepts, but we can't visualize them. You're describing the picture that the listener sent in of their problem and we wish we could see that picture too. After all, a picture is worth a thousand words and I do my best to describe them, but there's nothing like seeing it for yourself. And that's why Affordable Interior Design, the podcast, now has a YouTube channel. 
Not only do we have a YouTube channel where you could see recordings and clips of these podcast episodes, we also have an Instagram, a Facebook, and so many other exciting things. You should check it out. Head over to affordableinteriordesign.com slash links. Once again, affordableinteriordesign.com slash L-I-N-K-S links. And when you go there, you will see links to our YouTube page, our Instagram page, our Facebook page, and more. Please check it out, follow and subscribe so you can see everything I'm talking about. A big thank you to our amazing producer, Catherine Heller, to Aton and the MBCR House Band, and to Affordable Interior Design, the sponsor of this podcast and the premier place to get an amazing look on a budget. Check out affordableinteriordesign.com. If you guys love the show, the very best way to support us is by spreading the word. Tell your friends or write us an awesome review on iTunes. So until next week, guys, thanks so much for joining us, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.